Welcome back again for another episode of the Tuck Cast. I am sitting here with old Jack, Dale, and myself, Bobby. Hey, hey, hey. There it is. What's up? Shout out to everybody. Um, happy to have everybody back listening. We uh, got a couple things on tap today. We're going to do uh, the top 10 again. Um, this one's going to be reasons to fish in Western North Carolina. So this might be good for some people that um, have never fished here and uh, have been thinking about it or possibly didn't even know. We've been to a lot of festivals and, and things where people are like, man, I didn't even know there was trout fishing there. So it's a good way to kind of spread the word of some of the goods, goods of the area. Um, we also have another little segment that we're going to start called Thing in a Box. And uh, we've only got three of us here today, not four. So the idea behind it is that um, one of us will put something in the box, a thing, and the other three will try to guess it. Um, and if two of those three guess it correctly, this is where you guys win, is if you walk in the shop um, by the date that we set and mention it to one of the four of us, you will get 5% off your purchase for that day. Ooh. So um, it's kind of cool for y'all. It also means that you're listening to the podcast. So uh, we've got that, so we'll do that with these two guys. And uh, I'm only going to say if one of them gets it today since we only have two. So 50%. If, if we get 50% right, we'll give you all 5% off till March 1st. All right. What am, I, what am I putting in this box? My hand or what? I hope so. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I didn't know. <laughs> I oh, boy. I heard it was called thing in a box. I don't know. I hope so. Oh, boy. Um, so anyways, let's do that. Because that sounds fun. Now, when we do this, y'all got to be descriptive what you think it is. Actually, no, you know what? You got to write it down. Because I don't want Jack to give it to Dale or Dale to give it to Jack. So it's got to be a surprise at the end. But describe what it feels like to you. So y'all need a piece of paper? No? Yeah. You need one. I took Dale. There's something to write on. Don't be too graphic, Dale. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? I'll go. Why not? All right. We're going to let Jack go first. All right, Jack. Do wish, not look in the box. Wish me luck. All right. I'm going to stand up so he can do this. All right. He's reaching in. It's it's down there in the bottom. You got to get got to get deep. Oh, oh, this is too easy. It's fuzzy. It's kind of like a chenille like. I'm going to say a magnum, Mangum's Dragon Tail. You're not supposed to tell. You're supposed to write. Oh, dang it. I messed it up already. Darn. If, go, ahead, go ahead and write it down. Write it down. Write Because Dale couldn't hear you. Dale had to answer a phone call, so he's, he's checking with something. Uh, so don't, don't let Dale see that. You also got to put the color if you guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. All right. All right. We're all set here. All right. It's Dale's turn. No cheating, Dale. Don't be looking now. I already broke the rule. It's done. What's it feel like? Feels like a <laughs> fly tying material. Come on, walk like, us how, through How it. specific do I need to be here? Well, now that Jack's guessed, you could, you don't have to write yours down test, technically. Let's see. There's... It feels squishy. Is it, is it just were there other things in here? Or just it's just one thing. Oh, okay. Well, there's multiple of that one. So am I just saying it? If you'd like to. Okay, it's it's definitely the dragon tail, fly tying material. Man, look at that. Y'all got it right. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I think it's white. <laughs> it, it felt like a white one. Dale got it right because he guessed the color. Yeah, you know, there oh. are there are some some dyes that the way they interact with fibers will feel different. That so, is true. That orange mop fly. That's that's kind of stiff. I was thinking more like the deer hair, but cool. Oh yeah, mop <laughs> mop deer whatever. All right, so they got it right. It's Both of them got it right. So uh, if you guys come in and me, Jack, Shannon, or Dale are in the shop, and you mention that you heard about the Dragon Tales on the podcast, um, we'll give you a discount. This one will air on February. We'll put this one up. Actually, this one will air in, in the beginning of March. So we'll do it till the 14th of March. We'll do it halfway into March. So if you come in before March 14th and say, I heard about the Dragon Tales on the podcast, we'll give you a discount. So uh, I know some of the local people will probably take advantage of that. Andy. Oh, yeah. He'll be yeah. all over that. Yeah. Steve will probably come by, too. Um, so anyways, let's get into the top ten. Y'all ready? Yeah. All right. So the top ten reasons to – Fish, Western North Carolina. Probably fly fish. We'll say fly fish, Western North Carolina. So, number 10, family friendly. Why do you Why do you think that's a good thing, Jack? That's a good one. You know, there's just so much to do around here. Uh, fun for all ages, really. Um, I can think of one. Right now, I'm looking at the train that draws a ton of people here. You know, young and old. Everybody loves it. Who doesn't love to go choo-choo? <laughs> woo-woo! <laughs> can I get a woo-woo? I need to put that sound effect in. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think that's something, you know, the train, obviously, for the kids. That's the whole family thing. Um, you know, there's spas, you know, your wives, um, and even the husbands probably enjoy doing something at the spa, getting a good massage, whatever. I don't I don't frequent spas much, so I don't know all the little details they do there. But Jack, what's your favorite? Um, I go there for the facial. <laughs> the facial. <laughs> it is. So, there's also, you know, rafting, kayaking. Um, obviously that's a little bit more age specific. You're probably not going to take a two year old rafting, but, um, you know, if your kids are eight, nine, ten years old, rafting's probably a great thing for them to go do. Hey, tubing on deep Creek. Yeah. I've so seen some young kids out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you can kind of plan the vacation. You see them in the ER afterwards too, don't you? And <laughs> that's true. And, you know, mom and dad can get away or something and go fish or dad can get away and go fish or mom can get away. Whoever's the fisher fishermen in the or the whole family i was gonna say the whole family can walk deep creeks yeah. and waterfalls and but if there's if there's people that don't want to fish there's other things that to be done while you're fishing so big outdoor playground yeah i mean if you like mountain biking hiking camping you know Front all the water sitting. sports yeah i mean there's a ton of stuff um so that's you know pretty big i think that's important because most people you know when they go somewhere they like to bring their loved ones so jumping into number nine is breweries and food mm. so western north carolina's kind of become a hub for beer so um i'll good let water. Dale, yeah i'll let dale take this one good water makes good beer there it is just, good clean water kind of go hand in hand um yeah here in bryson city we got what two two breweries we got nanahala brewing mountain layers um over in silva you got nanahala brewing innovation Black Balsam. Black, Lazy uh, Hiker. Or Balsam, Balsam Falls, Falls, not Black Balsam. Balsam Falls. And Lazy Hiker, yeah. So you got four in that little town. Um, and then, of course, Asheville, I think there's two. I think there's four breweries per capita. Wow. In Buncombe County. So yeah, it's, it's it's nuts how many they, they got They've there, got a ton of, ton of craft beer over in Asheville. 
but they've also got traffic, so our beer is already better. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it's a uh, it's it's a great atmosphere too. I mean, all, you see all types in the in the in the breweries, and there's usually good food tied to them too. Yeah, that's the thing. Food, and it's you know, it's, they're usually family friendly too. And, and on trout streams, two of them are right on yeah. Scott's Creek. Yeah. Shout out to Innovation and uh, Cosmic Carry out there. Had a burger there last night. And Nana Hale. Nana yeah. Hale's on the creek, too. Yeah. So, you know, hey, the breweries are awesome food. You know, most of the breweries now have some type of food with them, close to them, whatever, beside them. Um, so, a lot of good restaurants, whether you're staying in Waynesville, Silva, Bryson City, or in the surrounding area. Obviously, Asheville's known for good food, too. So, if you're up that way. Um, because it's important to, when you're not on the water to have a little bit of fun in the evening. Uh, number eight, the big. What do you call that? The snowman. What do you, you call? You told oh, your grandfather eight, yeah, yeah. the double snowman. Yeah, eight. It's a snowman in golf. And somebody, somebody <laughs> says, "What'd you What'd you shoot there, Bobby?" And you finished in the hole. And he's Bobby said, "I, I shot a snowman." Snowman. I, mean, that's I, I, get it, I get it. Easy way of saying eight and <laughs> trying to make light of you suck. The, yeah. I've never shot an eight. <laughs> Whatever. I saw you. I saw you at Top Golf. Yeah, you shot an eight before. <laughs> you're right. What you're saying is you never shot as low as an eight. Oh, that's oh, kind of how I'm taking that's it. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the highest score wins, right? Yeah. So number eight is the scenery slash wildlife. I mean, you can't beat it, man. Western North Carolina is a pretty place. Trout don't live in ugly places. That's what everybody that says. That's what I've everybody never says. said that. Where is Shannon the Bear Whisperer when we need him? Yeah, yeah. Shannon knows all about the wildlife, man. He's always um, encountering bears safely. He's 2018, in, he saw eight or nine, I think ten. It, was it ten? Ten or eleven yeah. at least? Yeah, yeah. They was, were never dangerous encounters, but he he saw them off in the distance. They they know Shannon, so they just like, like wave to yeah. him and keep walking. They probably think he's a bear too, or something. <laughs> <laughs> they're not they're not afraid of him. We had a oh, fella, he's one of us. We had a feller come in the shop the other day. So he saw a bear in downtown Silva, just uh, within the last week. Yeah. He was coming you out of that. Know. He was coming out of the old Sonic. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Comfort in up there. Lock your doors. So, f- from a scenery hide standpoint, your wife, your kids. <laughs> <laughs> from a scenery standpoint, what's one of your favorite hikes slash fishing, Jack? Oh, what What do you think? The West Fork of the Pigeon is really pretty. You know, the delayed harvest is cool, but get on up above that, and you're getting pretty close to the Blue Ridge Parkway. There's just so much pretty water up there. Yeah, Top it of is. Top Fork is really cool. Yeah. What about you, Dale? You got a favorite kind of hike slash fishery? Or you do both on the hike. Yeah, well, like you hike in and fish maybe. You know what I mean? Um, Not necessarily right by town, basically. Like to go see some good I don't scenery. know if I want to tell you. Uh, well, make one up. <laughs> uh, you know, Graveyard Fields is – That fun. is cool. That's fun for That can be family. busy, though, during the summer. It That's can, but you, you go out – Two miles, or you just follow the creek. Don't get me on the trail. Um, and there's some spectacular fishing up there. And you know it can be 90 degrees down the valley, and it'll be, you know, 70 up there. Yeah. So uh, crystal clear water, though. It's it's pretty amazing um, how how clean and clear it is. But beautiful. I mean, long range views. Um, high high high. I think that's five. 5,500 feet. It's probably in it's that range, yeah. yeah. It's up there by it's, Black Balsam. Yeah, it's yeah. in that range somehow of, of that. So I have to say I, I'm I'm partial to the National Park, um, which there's tons of creeks, so there's not one. Deep Creek kind of is close and easy, and everybody knows about it. I mean, it's got waterfalls on it, but, you know, a lot of these have trails that run right beside them for 
10 miles, 15 miles, 14 miles. Um, so, you, you know, it's e for the most part, if you start at the top and come in, it's easy hiking and the fishing is usually pretty good if you hike in a couple miles. So, um, you know, the scenery is hard to beat. Wildlife, I mean, we mentioned bear. You've got elk here. A lot of people don't realize North Carolina has elk. Um, so you can come and see some elk. That's that's more of a kind of a national park thing. Every now and then you see them in town or out by the highway or in some field. Seen them in Bryson City a few times. Yeah, on yeah. So and you hear somebody talking about them eating their flowers in their yard and stuff. So um, you got elk. Um, obviously some deer. Not that many deer, but, but enough. Some of y'all from the southeast will be like, man, y'all don't have any deer because you hardly see them. But they're around. I've actually seen a couple like swimming through through the river, which is pretty cool. Um, one of them was like 10 feet in front of me. Just That's swam. all I got a trip on it. You uh -huh. were guiding? Yeah, I was guiding on Ooh. Deep Creek, and this thing just swam up the creek right in front of us. I got great pictures of no it. No way. Like, we weren't even there. Just right by us. Nuts. So, um, yeah. Uh, what else? I mean, otters. Oh, got, I was going to get on that. <laughs> you got to mention otters when you're talking about <laughs> Do we want to get into that, though? No. <laughs> Most fishermen aren't fans of otters. But they're here, they're, you know, and they are cute. They are cute. What's some other, like, wildlife? Is there anything? A lot of bald eagles. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. We do, you know, some we have birds. some resident bald eagles that you see. You yeah, when you fishing. see them plowing through that McDonald's bag on the side of the foreign lane, that just hey. really makes you feel hey. that American spirit. We've all done that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Plowed through that McDonald's bag. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. You're just trying to eat. Can't blame <laughs> you. <know>, so, <laughs> nothing wrong with it at all. Um, so yeah, I mean, you got that. Obviously, we got some, you know, hawks and things like that that are cool too. Uh, bobcats every now and then. Yeah, every now and then. That, those are very rare encounters, but um, they're kind of a little bit more nocturnal where they Cat do, them out. They do their hunting at night. There you go. Yeah, the college. Um, so you know, you got a few things to see there, wildlife wise, which is fun. Um, you know, some coyotes and things like that too, or coyotes, depending on how you want to say it. Coyotes. Yeah. So uh, a few things there. Uh, moving on to number seven, we've got, uh, not just trout, we have bass and other species. So, um, Dale, you want to expand on that a little bit? Well, the diversity here of what you can chase in the spring, I think, um, a few Aprils ago, I was guiding a fella full day. Uh, we, so we encountered all four seasons in one day. Um, we might see that today. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, we we caught I think seven different species in on the tuck, so between here and in Fontana. So um, so yeah, it's it's incredibly diverse between smallmouth, spotted bass certainly getting in the mix, um, largemouth, river largemouth are a lot of fun. Uh, pound for pound, your bass are gonna fight a whole lot hard, harder than trout, um, and more explosive certainly. So uh, just a lot of fun to get out there and bass fish. So um brim you know we'll, we'll we there's blue, nothing blue brim, brim are so fun man they are they're just aggressive yeah they're overachievers yeah, you know you think really oh are. this might be a nice trout and you get up there it's a little bluegill oh but they are the most beautiful fish i think actually we have in our low elevation rivers they are pretty man. um that that big orange belly and the they've they've got a really pretty blue they um, do streaks like on electric. their off the gill plate yeah yeah so um but yeah, I don't know. It's just a lot of different fish, carp, you name it. We can we can do it. What about the musky? You know, I I really think. I mean, you got the musky mile over there, kind of in between Brevard and. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And that's 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 productive. But you know, out this way, I I, I don't I don't like advertising that we've got musky. I, I think it's kind of like Sasquatch. 
And you've got people that say, oh, there's one over there as big as your leg. And where's the picture? Like, it's, it's like, no, how are people still seeing Sasquatches but ain't got a picture? Everybody's got a smartphone. How you catch a 50-inch muskie and you ain't got no picture? Just say it. Maybe they caught it in 2003. They don't want to tell anybody, show anybody where they're fishing. They don't know how to blur the background. Come on. That might be it. There it is. Yeah. The blur of the background. So, yeah, come come fish some other species. You know, during the summer, that smallmouth bite is usually good. Um, so it's it's something to come come check out. And you never know, man. You might pull up a walleye by accident. Or a steelhead. Or, or that a- sickle. Did you mention the sickle fin red horse? Did not. That's no. something that, that people, you know, that's kind of in Underrated. this area. Yeah. Definitely. It, it's a very similar looking fish to kind of a carp in a way, but different. And uh, they get quite large. It's a household name. I mean, that one guy that you had on that one float, he caught like, that thing was like 26, oh, yeah. 27 inch sickle fin red yeah, horse. Yeah, you think you got, oh man, it's going to be a good brown. It looks like a brown, yeah. The flash, you're like, oh, that's a brown. It's fighting, it's taking you down the river. And uh, I was super excited to see this fish come to the net. And the, <laughs> the guy that uh, that landed, he was just kind of like, oh, what is that? It's yeah, like, come on, man. This is a native fish, Smoky like, Mountain Bonefish, man. I'd I'd say it's probably similar to how some of the Western guides feel about like whitefish. Yeah, I mean, like if you never it, caught a whitefish, like and all of a sudden you catch a twenty-two inch whitefish, you're like, man, that's a good fish, and they're like, yeah, it's a whitefish. Throw it out. <laughs> We're not getting a picture of that. Scott fins, Scott fins, boys. Yeah. So, um, moving on to number six. This one got any special name when you make a six on the golf course? You got any cool? Yeah, I didn't think so. A bogey. <laughs> <laughs> or double bogey, depending. <laughs> double par. I don't know. This one I think is pretty huge because, um, you know, people kind of think of trout fishing. You know, obviously it's a cold water fish, so you always are thinking about it's going to be you know spring and fall because during the winter the water's froze up because it's in such a cold elevation in the mountains, things like that. But you know, we have year-round fishing here. We are very, very blessed that we're basically far enough south that we don't get frozen water and high enough in elevation during the summer that we still can, can go after trout. So it's kind of that sweet spot of being able to fish 12 months out of the year. Now, with that being said, you you do have every now and then, it's every few years, we might have a couple weeks in January where things get super cold and the fish are going to be sluggish. I mean, it just... It is what it is. You know, Mother Nature sometimes surprises us all. But overall, I mean, 12 months out of the year, I think we have all can say we've caught trout in every month of the year. Yeah. Um, and not just like, oh, I caught a trout today. Like multiple trout on a day in like January. Crushed it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just totally like, man, this is some of the best fishing I've ever had. And part of that is it's not pressured, you know. Um, kind of after the holidays, people kind of settle in and like, oh, it's winter. It's time to tie flies. But, man, it's a great time. You know, you get one of those nice weekends, like, come fish. It is – it's actually incredible how good the fishing can be during the winter sometimes. Really? I mean, this is one of my favorite times of year to fish. Yeah. You don't see hardly anyone out there, so. Yeah, it, it, you basically have, you know, access to yourself, which is nice. So, um, this podcast may make everybody come, and that's cool if they come in January. Um Moving on to number five. This is where we should take a commercial break and like advertise everything, but we're going to keep on rolling. Number five. Rolling, rolling. Put me down for a nickel, Bobby. <laughs> a nickel. I love it. When Dale makes these comments, Jack looks at him like, what the world are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, what language is he speaking? I still have no idea. <laughs> like, what is that? 
You you missed your putt for par. Put me down for a nickel. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. Still talking about golf. I was thinking Walmart rollback, like rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> oh, you're still on the rolling blue, right along. Blue light so yeah, yeah, we were we were a couple steps ahead of you there. On to the nickel here. We have a variety of fisheries, and what we mean by that. Um, actually, I'll let Jack explain. What do you mean by a variety of fisheries? To explain that to everyone. Well, we kind of touched on it with the bass water. Um, we've got good still water fishing. You know, you can go out on the lake and catch trout in some of these lakes. Um, bass, certainly in the lakes. Um, but really, small streams, large streams, everything in between. Streams that you could probably hop over. And you better believe there are trout living in there. So... Uh, it, it's just so diverse really we kid around we tell people you could throw a dart at that map we've got here in the shop and probably hit a trout in the head and we're probably not too far off on that honestly with how much water there really is here to fish and and your options yeah i mean you kind of have you kind of have every anything for everybody like if somebody wants to blue line you've got blue line streams you know so you can you can go up high in elevation hit a blue line um, kind of bushwhack a little bit, things like that. Um, if, if you're looking for more of that kind of intermediate size, you know, 20, 30, 40 foot wide, there's tons of that, tons and tons and miles and miles of that. But then we also have the tail races, you know, you got the Nantahala, Tuckasegee, Little Tennessee, Little Tennessee is kind of a half tail race. The dam isn't like a big, big, it's more like a weir, but, um, you know, it's a smallmouth fishery too, but you've got those larger rivers. So if you want to go out there and lay out a 50 foot cast, you know, you can, um, without having to worry about getting hung up in the in the vegetation, so I think that's where the kind of that variety too comes in. You know, I think that really helps with the the year round fishing. You know, it I wouldn't just pick one one stream and say, hey, you can fish it year round. Um, you think of a, a tiny creek way up there at thirty five hundred four thousand feet in elevation. It's not really going to be a year round fishery, but you know, go there. When it warms up, boom. That's it. During the fish. summertime, that's where you go You go hit it. You, know, you, right. don't, you don't hit the valley river. You go up there. There's always something to fish. And then during the winter, you kind of stick in lower elevation. So that's, that's the beauty of it um, is we, ca- we have that variety where you've kind of got something all the time. And even like what we, the weather we've had the last couple of weeks where we've had a lot of rain, you know, those higher elevation streams flush a little faster. So, you know, we might get two, three inches of rain, and by the next morning – you can go fish in a high elevation stream. It's already flushed all the water out, you know? So just gives you a good variety. Um, number four, public access. We'll let Dale touch on that one a little bit. That's par. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, it's, that's the thing. North Carolina public mountain trout water um, is all geared around access, especially delayed harvest. A lot of your hatchery supported streams are right beside roads so obviously that means they're going to get fished a lot but um you know you can you can really do some studying on a on a north carolina delorme atlas and get off the beaten path go up find some um national forest uh roads and just go and um you'll run into a creek um and yeah you know, was it how many acres is nanahala national forest i mean it's well, I don't even know off the top of my head. I mean, but there's thousands of miles of trout stream just there. And then then you go into um, the Great Smoky Mountain National Park, and there's a couple thousand miles of trout water there too. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's unbelievable uh, the amount of public access we have. It's actually a harder time finding uh, stretches of private water than it is public. So, um, so it's, it's, it's pretty important pretty impressive yeah we're we're really blessed with that here we go nanahala national forest coming in at over thirty-eight thousand acres 
There you go. Wow. That's a lot. If you were wondering. That's a lot. So, you know, you've got all that, man, the access. And that's I think that's the beauty of it is there's a little bit of somebody, if somebody wants to hike 10 miles and fish, it's publicly accessible. If you want to get out of your car and fish, it's publicly accessible. Yeah, if you have you mobility can, issues, it's publicly if accessible. If you want to get off the grid, you can still do that. Yeah, it's that's that's what's no really sweet about service. it. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of everything for everybody. If you want to get lost, you can do that too. That's right. There's people that'll right. come find you. Don't do that. Don't get lost. Don't don't get off trail. Don't take trails you don't know where they come <laughs> yeah, out at, Bobby. Exactly. Don't get off trail and 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 bushwhack through grizzly country in West Yellowstone. And not in your Sims current shoes. <laughs> I was in my Olakai's yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my God. Even better. Yeah. Um, number three. This is par on a par three. Look at that. Or a birdie. <laughs> or a birdie. Or a birdie. <laughs> Dale likes to think pot half it glass full. It could be full. an eagle. It could be an eagle, yeah. Yeah, half glass full. So the um, we kind of have touched on this several times through it, but it's kind of – we need to mention it straight up. The National Park. I mean, to have that at your back door as a fishery, Anywhere in the country, if you got a national park where there's fishing associated with it, I think that's pretty special. So, um, Well, and kudos to the park biologists that have done so much to restore um, what these waters were uh, before, you know, 100 years ago when we screwed them up with logging. Yeah, um, if, if y'all have never seen some of the pictures of that, if you Google it, you'll probably – I mean, they basically – it was just dirt. Like, they, it was dirt and stumps. They cut everything out. Deep Creek was dammed up. Yeah. There was a lake on Deep Creek. It's crazy how they just clear cut it. Nothing left, you know. Not select select forestry or anything like that. So uh, you had a lot of erosion problems and sediment and silt and things that pretty much, you know, probably annihilated most things in yeah. those streams. You know, so, so. I, you can you can now fish for brook trout and harvest brook trout anywhere in the national park. Um, and I think that had been closed for about 30 years until a couple of years ago when they opened it. Uh, harvest up to anybody yeah so um Anywhere. it's also got how many miles i think you touched on this fishing water around 1900 miles of fishing water but there's like 2800 miles of streams but some of those streams are just like trickles that you can walk over and they're just maybe they're, they're small enough to hold aquatic insects but they're they're too small to hold trout yeah and then there's 900 miles of trails to hike Mm-hmm. So if you you know want to do a little hiking or a lot of hiking and a little fishing, there it is. You know. Does anyone want to take a guess at the acreage for the park? Oh, I used to know this. Seventy-four thousand. No, it's like three hundred and ten acres. Well, you're both way off by like a hundred thousand. We're at two hundred eighteen thousand. Oh, I was close. It's but by a hundred thousand. Huh. Yeah. And uh, what like fifty-two percent of it's in North Carolina, forty-eight or something like that something in Tennessee. Like that. Yeah. It splits the state line. So, you know, a lot of activities in there, you know, to go hike and everything. I mean, it's it's a beautiful national park. It's the most visited national park. But I think with that said, we know that most people don't get that far from their car. You know, a lot of people are just kind of passing through or looking at the overlooks or going to a campground, a picnic area. They're not really hiking in and fishing. Um, so that's the beauty of it. It's still, it's still kind of remote. 12, 12.5 million visitors. Is that what it was last year? Yeah. Yeah. And we're so. just so lucky. It's it's really in our backyard, you know, five minute drive from the shop here in Bryson. Yeah, so. yeah. And I mean, it's it's or 120 seconds. Our count to 120 from JJ's tubes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you've ever driven up Deep Creek, you know you know that <laughs> sign. <laughs> That's fun. Count to 120. Oh, so yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a cool national park. It's fun. Um, you know, there's a ton of history in it. I don't think a lot of people realize like 
people used to actually live there. You know, everybody thinks National Park. I think Grand Canyon or like Yellowstone comes to mind. But I mean, habitable kind of places. The the National Park. I mean, there's still home sites in there. You still see daffodils, boxwoods that were around foundations. You see um, foundations. You see foundations. Chimneys. Um, our buddy Bob the other day found a bunch of like metal pieces. One of it was like a belt buckle. You know, I mean, like a lot of stuff in the park from you know where people used to live there. Um, so it's kind of eventually kinda cool. the Walking Dead may be filmed there, like <laughs> Walking Dead after sixty years. Yeah. So um, moving on to number two, only two more to go here. Um, we kind of mentioned this a lot of water, and we mentioned the national park, the mileage. But between just Jackson and Swain County, which is kind of we we fish outside of those two counties, but that's kind of our home waters, I guess you'd say. We fish up in Haywood County and Macon County and stuff too. Um, but those two are kind of the ones that our shops are in. Jackson County has the Silva shop. Swain County has the Bryson City shop. But in those two counties, it's about 4,000 miles, a little over, maybe 4,500, yeah. something like that, just in two counties alone. Of public access. Of public accessible water. So that's uh, and, and that's due to that national forest and the national park. I mean, that's a huge reason to come here. Well, and you know, you know NC Wildlife also, I think it's nine, is it 19 or 21 delayed harvest. I can't remember. Last um, podcast, you said 19. That's right. I, I think it's 19. <laughs> so I, I'm um, going with 19. If you scored that in golf, you need to just hang it up. <laughs> yeah. Like, look for a best my ball. my high score. How do you know? Yeah. So, um, so that's, that's what, that's, I mean, going closer just north of Statesville, you've got some delayed harvest all the way west to out here, um, all the way to Snowbird. And then I think the numbers I've heard are that they stock around a million fish between hatchery supported and delayed harvest waters across North Carolina of, of trout, excuse me, not fish, but trout. So, um, North Carolina wildlife is, is really, you know, pumping in a lot of fish to some of these places that might not otherwise hold good numbers of fish, but with their help, they, they are. Cause I mean, the Tuckasegee would not be, that's not a trout river. No, it wouldn't be. That's a smallmouth river. Yeah. It's, it turns into a trout, trout river in the winter. Fall and spring when NC Wildlife yeah when they're it. stocking it. So yeah, I mean it's a uh, one of those things you can come catch stock trout, you can come catch wild trout, streamborn. So and we have all three species: uh, um, Browns, Rainbows, and Brook. So it's fun to fun to fish. So that brings us to number one. Anybody want to do a drum roll? Drum roll. Drum roll. We just say drum roll. This one's kind of funny. It's not as big as everybody thinks, but we think it might be big. Jack, tell them what it is. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, Dale, take it away. Oh, well, <laughs> this crazy thing happened back in 2014. Uh, these two guys opened a shop in Bryson City named Tuckasegee Fly Shop. And uh, that's number one reason to come to Western North Carolina to fly fish. Just to come say hey to us. Yeah. Because we like seeing everybody. I mean, that beard, Bobby. I mean, the way the way that beard oil just, just conditions <laughs> Bearded <it>. wonder. <laughs> Here it is. What's Come. the secret? Beard oil. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. A little bit of olive oil every now and then. <laughs> is the olive oil dropping off a fork? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. Plenty of bojangles. It, makes, it keeps. I it, think keeps that's it Crisco. It keeps it fresh. <laughs> so, no, the, number one, man, we love seeing everybody. So. We want you to come by and say, hey, whether you come in and actually purchase something, doesn't matter. Just coming in and telling us that, hey, I went up and 
heard your podcast and went and fished a certain creek that you mentioned or whatever and caught a couple fish man that's that's awesome so that was one of the reasons we opened the shop was to kind of help grow the sport and get people into it and see the excitement of people catching fish or trout for the first time um on a fly rod so um, it's really cool to kind of be a part of that with you um even though we're not necessarily right there with you all the time so we really appreciate it uh any Anything else? I think that's it. Any that, bonuses? That's why I would come to Western North Carolina. Any bonus things? Yeah. Oh, you got Haywood Barbecue. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's that's hey, a good barbecue. one. We could we did mention food. We could throw out some because uh, we did mention breweries. Um, we could throw out the names of the restaurants for folks that we we kind of so uh, Dale, your top three maybe. Oh, well, we got. Um, well, I guess it depends. Put them on the spot. All right, Frankie's, Maggie Valley. Frankie's, really that's good, Italian. Really yeah. good Italian. Um, Pascalino's again, really good Italian in Bryson City, but so they're kind of closely tied there. Haywood Smokehouse over in Dillsboro. Um, gosh, food, yeah, I, I think I really like I really like Bogarts over in Silva. There so shout out to Bogarts. Yeah, they, I mean you can get anything there. They've got brisket. They smoke mm-hmm. their own brisket and turkey, and they smoke anything. I else. figured you'd throw out the sweet onion. I'm surprised you didn't throw that the out. Sweet there. onion over in Wayne's. I mean, you said top three. Like that's that's tough. The sweet onion in Waynesville is good. I found a new one the other night on date night. Uh, Stacy and I. What what Tommy? That's a good one. Oh, what 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 Tommy and what my Tommy? That's what I call it. What Tommy yeah, what, and my Tommy? What, what flair food is that? It is uh, Thai, Asian, well Thai, Japanese, and Chinese all in one restaurant. That's the reason it's called Watch him call it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a melting pot. That's right. Uh, ah, yeah, it was it was fantastic, fantastic sushi. I mean, just r- beautiful plates. So um, now, Dale, did you eat the sushi? I have to ask. I did. Did you? Yeah, even for a vegan. Stacy, well, I had the avocado roll. Oh, okay. Well, there wasn't any fish in it though. Is I've had it before though. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I'm just testing you. What about you, Jack? You got three to five. I'm thinking about favorites? sushi now. Uh, I'd have to go with Sakura down there in Franklin. That one's a good one for sushi or Asian flair. Um, another one would be, I think Dale said that Hayward Smokehouse voted the best barbecue in the state of North Carolina. Texas style. Te- Texas. I was gonna, I'm, you got you to throw it in there, okay, Texas okay. style. Growing up in Davidson County, you, know, you, you take offense to that. Man. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback Dale again and say Bogarts. I'm a little partial. My wife works there. But it is great food. So I mean, if you want Italian, you can get Italian. If you want a burger, yeah, you get a burger. That's true. A little bit of everything. If you want a plant based diet, you can do that. Vegetarian too. options. That's right. There you go. Yeah. What about you, Bobby? I know uh, you. I don't eat Zaxby's. <laughs> I don't eat too often. <laughs> Bojangles. I do like Zaxby's. You man. eat a lot, Bobby. You, don't, you can't that, say I don't eat crystals. too often. That that Caribbean <laughs> jerk man sauce is good at Zaxby's. It is. But um, he said I don't eat that often. <laughs> I don't eat that. You often. come in the shop with two sweet teas every morning, Bobby. <laughs> I uh to jumbo like the huge. I've only had pistachios today, so just saying. Is it no, a I, had, I, I did have some bojangles. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so, um, man, for for restaurants, I think when we're kind of naming these, we we've all kind of pushed dinner options. It sounds like I have to say I'm going to throw out a lunch option. Um, I do like the sandwiches at the the high test filling station Ooh, here in Price City I for a lunch option. Um. So I, I do, yeah, yeah. That that's a good one. Um, man, I eat at a lot of places, <laughs> so it's like there narrowing it, it down, is. narrowing it down. It is. It's tough. It is. What about um, you, I'm gonna go a little further away. It's a new favorite. For years, people have said you need to go try this. You need to go try it. You need. And finally, this year, 
or I guess it was this past fall, 2019, was the first time I tried it. And it's Rockies. Rockies. I knew you were going to in Asheville. I mean, yeah, if we're going to go that far east. Yeah. Oh, now be. now it opens up. We need top oh, ten. Boy. We need top ten. I'm going to throw out Sierra think, Nevada. I think it's a whole other episode, boys. Yeah. But Rockies is definitely right there, at least right now. And this will probably change um, <laughs> next week. You know, my favorites. But, man, if you've never had that, and, and it's, you know, that Nashville-style hot chicken. But the sides are incredible, like what you get with them. Um, so I'd, I'd definitely, definitely go with that. And then for maybe a third one. Um, I have to agree with Dale. I'm I'm probably my favorite style of food, um, or ethnic. I don't know if you call it ethnic, ethnicity. However you say that, uh, if I can get that out, I'm a Southern boy. Um, is Italian, so I have to go with Frankie's. I really like Frankie's a lot, and Ferraro's in Waynesville. I like the Ferraro's in Waynesville. They've got some good dishes too, um, but Frankie's is is pretty good over there in Maggie Valley. So a lot of those options kind of. You know, you have to drive a little bit. If you're staying in Silva, you may have to drive to Franklin or Bryson City. But at the end of the day, man, it's worth it. You get to see some different roads that maybe you weren't driving. It's fun to go experience it. You know, if you're here and you're here for a whole week, maybe you kind of take a one day of, of a break from fishing and run up to Asheville and and uh, go to Rockies or, or Sierra Nevada or a place up there. There's tons of – Asheville's a foodie city. So that's kind of the top ten reasons to fish – Western North Carolina, um, and we concentrated on my favorite food. Yeah, just so, forget the fishing rod. Just come and eat here. Just come and eat. It's good. A lot of good places. That's you can't, it. You can't stay in business around here and be bad. So we appreciate everybody listening. Um, again, go like, subscribe, mash those buttons um, for Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, by the way, we haven't mentioned you. Uh, you're now putting it on YouTube. I don't yeah, think we've mentioned the, that on the podcast. Yeah, you can get the podcast on YouTube now. Yeah, so we're kind of starting to post them up on YouTube. So if that's an easier platform for you to use for some reason, go start, you know, subscribe, like, follow, hit that notification bell, all that good stuff, so you can see when we put it up. Um, so if that helps you out. And uh, look forward to seeing you in the shop or on the water. Tight lines. Tight lines.